to exploit it. Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We have a complex show today. I hope you'll find it interesting and inviting and exciting. Uh, We're probably not going to draw any final conclusions, but there is a lot going on out there in the world that I would say most of us are oblivious to. And maybe that's okay. I don't know. But it, uh, I am seeing a convergence of technologies come together, a convergence, and uh, it will change crime and crime fighting in the future. And I often talk on that. Most of you know that I do this massive amount of research. I was just telling the, the uh, program engineer here, I'm probably one sick puppy getting all crazy about this stuff, but there's some interesting and exciting stuff kind of bubbling up. It's kind of like yeast in a loaf of bread, and you're not sure how this is all going to come together and how it's going to uh, change our lives, but I can guarantee you it will change our lives, and it will change crime and crime solving, and and so I want to talk about that today. This will be a fairly complicated show for radio. It's one of those kinds of times you kind of wish you had a TV and television show and maybe a whiteboard to draw out and explain it. But let me get started with this first. Um, For those of you that are new to our show, I'll just give you some quick background. I have been uh, combating human trafficking, social media exploitation, sextortion, and child pornography now for nearly 12 years. And I live in Southern California. I actually started working with uh, Rafa House in uh, Cambodia many, many years ago, and it has developed where I report to the Riverside County Sheriff Department part-time. I actually handle real cases. I sit with parents who kids are being violated or have run off, and I sit with kids who are in trouble. And I report to Sergeant John Sawyer there and at the Riverside County Sheriff Department, and I also report through to the Department of Justice through a BGA grant. So I deal with the real thing. I am post-certified, so I, uh, you know, have been trained to educate law enforcement, and I do that quite a bit across the nation. So um, uh, the sound you're hearing in the background is my printer. It's uh, decided to become temperamental, so bear with me a minute. We'll try to get that shut off. Anyway, uh, so what I want to cover today is what I'm seeing is an explosion of what I call mass audience live streaming. And I have to just pull the plug on that, I think. Hold on. And so let's talk about that. What do I mean? Well, it started for me when I saw a headline. Well, it actually started for me originally with Instagram uh, because they were talking about how they go about targeting our kids. Basically, what happens is our kids sign up for an app It's a limited access app. In other words, you might be on Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook, and you you basically are dealing with a pool of people that you know or almost know or who knows somebody you know, but it's a limited pool of people. And what started to happen for me, the first one I saw was Live Me, Live.me. 
And uh, excellent, excellent technology. This is not the te- this is not the problem of the technology. It is the fact that we are putting young people on technology that nobody is explaining to them how this works. And on top of it, the parents don't know either. It's as many of you know. I wrote a book called Societal Shift: A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Because next year, the entire world will be connected by internet, and the parents are absolutely oblivious to what that means, and they're naive and uninformed, and they hand a very young child a cell phone that can now reach the entire world without understanding what they have handed to the child. That means that it's up to the child to educate themselves and be careful on it, but nobody's explaining to the child how it works. And so that is the work of me and kids. We, we go into schools. I've got the initial uh, launching money to start a documentary to put that in schools. I can't believe that we have arrived at almost 2020 and we are not explaining to kids how the Internet is made and how it can be used for good, but how to protect yourself. And uh, so I want to do that. And if any of you want to donate and support that work, I'd appreciate it. But what I began to see is with Live Me, what happens is you no longer are going to a pool of people that you know. You make a long-form video, you shoot it out there, and it is connected back to your cell phone. That means that people will be able to reach you and tell you that you're very good. Let's say that you want to create a skateboard and you want to sell it. Now, you can't sell yet on Live Me because they don't have virtual currency yet, but they will, and that's what this show is headed towards here. So you make your skateboard, you put it out there, and let's say 3,000 people see it. They can text back to you and go, how much is the skateboard? When's it available? Can you get it in red? You know, on and on and on. Before long, most likely by the end of the year, it will have a cryptocurrency tied to it. Snapchat has Snapcash. It says right on there, now you can monetize the selfie. In fact, if you're brave and you Google, and be very careful, I did that and I don't recommend it, but you make money selling nudes on Snapchat. And there are hundreds of sites out there teaching our teenagers how to snap their cute little bodies, half naked or more, and make some money off of it. So it's already happening in a limited basis, but where I'm going with this show is, Where is the cryptocurrency market going and what happens when you tie it to mass audience live streaming? Uh, I'll just jump to the end of the show right now and tell you, you are going to see money laundering. You are going to see uh, cyber sex on demand for cash, for money, uh, what I call animated or amateur pornography or interactive pornography, webcam sex, in other words, because once you start to monetize mass audience live streaming, it changes everything. You have a little bit of that now in gaming because Bitcoin was the first and the biggest, and most of our kids now are on the World Wide Web with things like uh, Fortnite, which is a a large scale. It's called MMORPG, uh, multiplayer online role-playing games. And so they are now talking to lots of people, and they do have access to Bitcoin and currency. So we're already at the cusp of this. But what is about to happen is 
that this is going to really break forward and change our lives. So I want to keep going on the Mass Audience live streaming because I want to lay the groundwork for it. After Live Me came Like, L-I-K-E-E, and TikTok, T-I-K-T-O-K, and uh, now Facebook is going to have Lasso. And so you have heard me talk about TikTok, but I want to kind of come in there and, and really lay the groundwork. A while back, we saw a headline that said, TikTok is the most now the world's most downloaded app. It's even bigger uh, than Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. It is owned by a company called ByteDance, and ByteDance is a Chinese company. It's out of Singapore. It's funded through the UAE, if I have that right. And uh, ByteDance uh, became a $75 million company just overnight, and uh, now they're absolutely growing very, very fast. And uh, it basically, TikTok is the reason why it is so famous and kids love it is that you make a 15-second video and it just keeps looping over and over and over, but it sends the message out there to anybody that wants to follow that I'm on the air in this category. And the idea of that is that you get discovered. You get your message out there. It's kind of a video version of Facebook on steroids, if you will. In other words, we used to post a a video or a a photo on Facebook, and you'd wait for everybody to kind of come along. Everybody that you had allowed to follow you would come on and go, oh, that's cute, or you're looking great, or your kids are wonderful, or cute dog, or whatever it is that's going on. It is not like that with TikTok. You post that video, and it can go out to literally millions of people. If I'm on uh, TikTok, and many of those videos are funny, and they're fun, and like that. But some of them, the kids are stripping and twerking and like that. And they might have 75,000 followers, 300,000, 800,000. Several of them will have well over a million followers. I share with a lady that came on uh, that I was speaking at a uh, club the other day. And she got all excited when I started talking. And she said, my daughter's on that. She has a million followers. And she was so impressed with her daughter. And I said, at the time, how old is she? And she said, 11. And I said, do you realize what you've just said? That you're excited that your 11-year-old daughter has a million strangers who can now talk back to her and help her and meet up with her. And what they do is they begin to follow them. And then they will send them a text saying, hey, you are really talented. Meet me on Instagram. We'll talk about getting you a contract, send me more videos, and they hook up. And this is happening every day on these mass audience live streaming. What we have not explained to kids or parents, at least it has not set into their psyche, is that their 11-year-old daughter can now be accessed by a, by a million people. And she was all excited because she had not thought that out. I'm not putting her down in any way, by the way. 
this is a very typical situation. What I want to say is that how do I educate the parent that when your 11-year-old daughter has a million followers, it is not a good thing. At least 10,000 of them are pedophiles. At least 1% of them are pedophiles who will text back to your child and then meet up on another app. That's the first thing a pedophile does. Hook up with the child and change apps. And just to get the kid to follow him and make sure that they're not a cop. And so what are, where I'm going to go with this rest of the show is that we are about to see an explosion of cryptocurrencies coming on by app companies like Facebook, like Telegram, like Instagram, and maybe TikTok. And so that means we are going to monetize mass audience live streaming. What will that mean? And what does it mean to the U.S. dollar? So stay tuned. This is Opal Singleton, Crimes Against Humanity, and we're going to get deep in the weeds in the next section. Stay with me. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes... 
it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are in a very complex subject today, so bear with me. I want to paint a picture, if I can, about how all of this works. What I'm in the process of doing is sharing with you that we are in a convergence of technology that is developing that will change crime and crime solving. The first part of that convergence has to do with mass audience live streaming, where our kids rather than talking to someone they know, is now, are now, our kids are now, let's clean up my English here, uh, are talking to 100,000 or a million people. And that means that those people can reach back to them. Uh, As TikTok became the world's most downloaded app, and I began to try it out, one of the things that's interesting is it's tied back to your mobile phone. So it's geo-based. They know, first of all, your profile's either on or off. If you're going to go public, you've got to be on. It's geo-based, so they know where you're making the video at. And on top of it, it's tied to your cell phone. And, of course, in many cases, you're taking images of yourself. And in many cases, you're freeze-framing your your facial image so that they can, you know, distort your image and like that. So they're going to have your facial recognition in their database. I point that out because TikTok is competing with Facebook, and there's all this conversation going on there about Facebook. Most people don't seem to realize that Facebook has never charged you a dime. They make their money by selling everything about you, and that is the way of the future. In fact, the big argument going on with Analytica Cambria Analytica is the fact that not they are not only selling your every search, your every location, your every um, action that you're doing on there. They're also selling all your friends' information. That is, you agreed to that. Anybody who gets on the Internet and believes that you have anything private is just crazy. You sign that you agree in order to download the app, and that gives them permission to do it. So anybody who's on Facebook that thinks that they're protecting your your uh, privacy is crazy. I'm watching right now at the U.S. Congress as they're grilling uh, Zuckerberg about how much they have actually sold that data. But that is the way this global internet works all over the world. 
And so now that this thing has become a monster, everybody's like, well, how do we put the monster back in the box? It is too late. All this technology, all of this is part of artificial intelligence. It will continue on as we get into the Internet of Things and they put Lexus or uh, uh, Alexis or Siri or any your refrigerator. You know, your car has a computer that is recording everything that you're doing. And so all this data is being fed back to a mainframe somewhere that is selling that out. You know how you use the information and it'll say, can I, can you allow us to use your location? And you say, allow. Well, it's kind of hard to get a GPS if you don't allow. All of that stuff is part of a corporation like Facebook where it's being sold, bought, sold, traded, all this sort of thing. Well, so the reason I point this out is because we now have this kind of a social media race going on between TikTok, which is owned by the Chinese, and Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all of those folks. So if you just think of it in terms of social media, we have this kind of race going on. What got my attention a while back is the announcement of Libra, and I did a whole show on that. And uh, Facebook is uh, has announced that they want to release their own global currency. The interesting part about that is Facebook has about 2.3 billion monthly active users. And so what is going on there is if they add a cryptocurrency to their base, they will be one of the largest uh currency, if you will, um, monetary providers in the world, if not the largest. And Libra was interesting. I did the show on it. Libra was interesting when it came out because what happened is it is different than Bitcoin. And this becomes very important in this discussion. Bitcoin had no asset base behind it per se. Now, that doesn't mean it didn't have some equity value, okay? But what made Bitcoin such a a dynamite investment, and I'm not suggesting that you buy, sell, or trade. Actually, I stay away from all of that myself. But the reason Bitcoin worked is they limited the amount of issues. In other words, they issued, I think the number was 21 million. They kept 1 million to themselves. So once the first 20 million are sold, then in order to get and invest in Bitcoin, you've got to buy it from somebody who already owned it. So they raised the price so they could make a profit. So it very quickly shot way up and now it's come way back down again and it kind of fluctuates. But my point is for this show is to understand it did not have an asset base behind it. Libra, what has happened with Libra is that they have put together a group of corporations out of um, out of uh, Switzerland. And it's, forgive the sound of paper, but I have paper everywhere. I've been researching this for, for intensity here. Anyway, uh, what happens is that uh, they are going to support this financial, uh, this this currency, this this cryptocurrency, with an asset base, and it has 28 corporate partners that are supporting this out of Switzerland. So it's a 
it has the potential to replace the U.S. dollar. I'm not saying it's going to. Uh, this isn't the point of my discussion here, but it is an interesting thing to entertain. What has happened is the U.S. dollar is the currency of choice around the world. Most transactions are based on the value of the U.S. dollar. And that is one of the ways that America becomes a superpower. So what has happened is as this Libra started to come out with Facebook, the U.S. Congress said, wait a minute, we need to talk about this because this could destabilize the U.S. dollar. Well, it's certainly a discussion worth having. I don't know if our congressmen really understand it, especially the one that's in charge of finance. But, you know, it is worth discussing because if you suddenly have over 2 billion people that have access to a global currency on a small level, a currency that is backed by an asset base, and it is tied to their social media, that they are going to be more likely to use it. Well, you say, why is this happening? Well, part of it is because Facebook wants to become the largest uh, in the world at this kind of thing. And as I said in Societal Ship, the entire world is coming together. And there are millions and billions of people around the world that now have social media because because of 5G, they're now hooked to the internet, but they have no access to banking. So Facebook has said, let's give them some access. Maybe not a lot, but we will give them some way to buy, sell, and trade and do banking online. Now, they're not doing this out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing this because they will also be able to buy, sell, and trade their every click, their every location, their every transaction, and tie it to what they're actually spending it on. Now, one of the discussions I had with one of my advisors, they're going, well, you know, the you go in these third world countries, that's high risk, they, they don't have credit, they're liable to default. Yes, but much of what is being bought, sold, and traded on the internet is not an actual product that has to be delivered. A lot of it is virtual interaction. Take online gaming and the Bitcoin. Much of those transactions were with kids who were high risk, but they, what were they buying? They're buying art. They're buying tattoos for their avatar. And so if they don't pay, you haven't lost a lot of things. Having said that, though, it will give you access to billions of transactions that are high volume, low dollar, and will be a perfect opportunity for money laundering, by the way, in that they can then put and convert their funds into, for instance, Libra or the others as we get into the Chinese discussion on this thing. And what will happen is that you can have multiple transactions, billions of transactions, high volume, low dollar. It will be perfect money laundering. Having said that, it will also be a way to gain world dominance as your cryptocurrency becomes more used, more valuable, more uh, processed than the U.S. dollar. And that is the concern of our U.S. Congress at this point. Here's my point. Facebook is no longer the largest. TikTok is often uh, more used than Facebook, and it is a Chinese company. And as we come back, we are going to talk about the fact that the Chinese now are about to come out with their own asset-based currency, that is cryptocurrency. 
And if this gets tied to the likes of ByteDance or Badoo that's over there, their search engine, that's like the Google, that this will change the world. So what I'm talking about here is a convergence of mass audience live streaming. I'm talking about the entire world being connected by Internet and empowering the user with cryptocurrency that will have an asset base. And you're now starting to have almost a hallelujah trail, a race of sorts going on as you start to look at the Chinese and their cryptocurrency and their mass audience live streaming and Facebook with their mass audience live streaming and their cryptocurrency, and then nobody knows how this is going to play out with the U.S. dollar. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is a complex show, but I hope you're with me today. Uh, All of this is posted at ExploitedCrimes.com. Stay with me, and we will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. 
If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and this is very complicated that I'm trying to do over the radio, but I want to paint the picture. So on the one hand, let's say your left hand, if you think about this, we have mass audience live streaming in kind of a, a, a race to who gets the market on that, if you will. We've gone from Facebook, Instagram, fixed audience to our kids now will literally be able to talk to masses of people and nobody's explaining that to them that's why I want the documentary because we have entered an entire new era and that era will change the way our kids communicate and can be reached I'll give you an example why I think that that's so important and why I am so seriously desperately going after making this documentary because day in and day out, literally 9,000 kids a day are being, are sending a naked photo on the Internet and being blackmailed, and 58% of them are meeting up with their pedophile, and the victims are younger and younger and younger. They do not understand what is happening and who they're talking to and how all this is made, and that they're not just hanging out in the privacy of their own home talking to a few close friends. They are living at uh, the international airport, meeting all the people going through, and they're twerking to see who they can get approval of. And it is asinine that we do not explain that to our children and that a parent would put a child on a phone until they understand it. But that race is on. TikTok, like, uh, uh, lasso, uh, live me, all that mass audience races on. We have a local case. This guy is by the name of 32-year-old, um, uh, scary-looking man, in my opinion, La Madrid, Rene La Madrid, out of Colton, California. He used uh, like, L-I-K-E. It's one of those mass audience live streaming, and he, and he connected with a 10-year-old girl. He attempted to meet her for sex, and he had thousands of photos that he had of child pornography. You see... Child pornographies, pornographers are part of that 1% of people that your child is going to talk to. And so what happened is, he, despite the fact the suspect knew the victim was only 10, he was attempting to meet the victim at a specific location or pick her up from school to engage in multiple sexual activities. Now, before it's over, you find out that he actually had thousands of uh of photos, and he was talking to literally hundreds of kids on Snapchat and uh, Kick, and that's K-I-K, Scout, and Whisper. So here's my point. I just threw that in to show this is already happening. That's the world I live in today. I do talk with a parent. You know, can can you imagine this girl's ten? She does not have a sexual identity. She doesn't really know what sex is, and she's already been emotionally violated. I, in my book, Societal Shift, you know, it is. it talks about the impact of that. There is nobody 
anybody in the room with her that violates her. She falls in love with some guy she thinks is going to be wonderful and promote her and make her a movie star. And the next thing you know, he is violating her before she's ever had her first sexual experience. It is one of violation. And that will be taking place all over the world. So that is mass audience live streaming where our kids are put on the global stage. Now, let me take it into the cryptocurrency because Facebook announced Libra. And now China is announcing that the People's Bank of China will soon launch a cryptocurrency around the globe. And it will also be tied. It will have an asset base. So we have several things going on here. We have kind of a competition for where cryptocurrency is taking place around the globe. Uh, there are many, many cryptocurrencies. Most of them have never got off the ground. But we have entered a new era. When you start putting Facebook with their cryptocurrency tied to 1.6 billion or 2.3 billion monthly users, you have a global currency. When you take a Chinese-based currency and tie it with an asset base and they tie it to things like TikTok, you literally have a global cryptocurrency race going on. And it isn't just a race for cryptocurrency with an asset base. It is a race with cryptocurrency tied to mass audience live streaming and reaching the entire world. This is world changing, folks. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not all that apt at explaining it to you. But think about where this is going, because we are about to empower our kids. You see, what's interesting is Facebook and uh, Instagram and TikTok, many, many of our kids are using that. And so what will happen is, first of all, you are going to see a lot of webcam sex and literally interactive pornography, amateur pornography being created and sold out. Because our kids have access to the World Wide Web, they have access to a webcam, and we are about to empower them with a global cryptocurrency. And you're going to have a U.S. company doing it, and you're going to have a Chinese company doing it. Let me take it one step further. In the same article that I have posted on my webpage, uh, it talks about Telegram to launch a new cryptocurrency. Now, that probably doesn't mean much to your average you know, listener. But if you follow this stuff, which I do, Telegram is not as large as like Facebook, but it is encrypted. It is... Uh, it was one of the forerunners of encryption. By the way, by the end of the year, almost all apps will be encrypted. You talk about changing crime and crime solving. Why does that matter? You need a search warrant to go in and get information, especially in crimes of sex trafficking. If that that document is encrypted, how do we break that? Now, there are you know, things being created at this point to break those encryptions. But we have a whole new universe of legal uh, uh, discussion taking place about whether or not you can break an encryption. I am here from Riverside. We're right next to San Bernardino where we had that big terrorism thing a few years back. 
and that phone was encrypted and, you know, went all the way to the Supreme Court. Can we break it or can we not? On top of it, 5G will be encrypted. And the world is being connected to 5G all over the world. That means that if you're trying to ping a phone to locate a kid that is missing, let's say a kid just like our kid over here in Colton who's 10, what if she's 14 and she takes off with this man? 5G is encrypted first with your identification, and it's also encrypted for location. So not only is the actual discussion taking place in the communication, for instance, on TikTok or on text or um, when you get into things like uh, uh, WhatsApp or or uh, Snapchat, not only will and Instagram, all of those encrypted, you're going to need to be able to see the discussion. But when the kid goes missing, you need to be able to ping the tower and find out where they're now transmitting from. If that's in 5G, that's going to get even more complicated. So, And then if the transactions are taking place in cryptocurrency, which are anonymous and somewhat non-traceable. Now, all of this is taking place through blockchain. And I know I just lost half of you right there because that gets even more complicated. What I'm telling you is that crime solving in the future is going to be very difficult. You need search warrants. You need to be able to break encryptions. You need to be able to go through blockchain and find out who made the deposit and who's making the withdrawal and be able to get that information to build the case. So at every level in the future, crime solving is going to be more difficult. This, my friends, is exactly why I want to make a documentary. We have reached the point, and I tell kids this, It is already past the point. If you decide to take risks on the Internet, if you do not understand how the Internet is made and how that naked photo is going to be used against you or hooking up with a stranger and mass audience live streaming, that you have increased your danger level by tens of thousands and that we at at that law enforcement and we as parents cannot save you that you have to understand and be a leader in the next generation. This documentary will not be all about thou shall not. It will be about empowering our young people to be leaders. For me, this is the D.A.R.E. program of this generation. We must empower our young people to be leaders because how we train this generation of young people To use this technology with respect and responsibility will set the stage for generations to come. We must take this on right now. We are headed into a level of a complexity that is almost virtually impossible to explain over a radio show. We now are headed into a world where we have mass audience live streaming that will be connected to mass audience cryptocurrency that will be backed by asset base and we will be in a global world to reach these people and all of these corporations, whether you're talking about ByteDance or Facebook, are making their money by selling every piece of information about you. And so we have to stop and understand where we're headed on this and start to figure out what we can do to protect our children and protect ourselves 
but also enter into the world of 2020. This is really going to happen, folks. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. You can find all of these shows at exploitedcrimes.com. Stay with us. We're against that break. We'll be right back and we'll finish this off. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. So... We're talking about the mer- com- coming together of mass audience live streaming and cryptocurrencies, kind of a, a race that's going on between social media companies who are introducing their own cryptocurrency. And I'll just tell you, I, I'm at this point, all of this is speculation. I, I'm no different than you. I don't have a crystal ball. I would love to hear from you if you're listening to this show and you want to express an opinion. I'm, I'm, you know, anything can happen here. It never quite goes how you visualize it will. Uh, I think that anytime you talk about technology, you sometimes have a tendency to, to talk from a position of fear. I think that this could be very, very exciting, uh, but it can create a, a certain level of crime that we don't have today. And where I see it, it will challenge our current crime-solving situations. The reason I say that is that this has the potential for massive amounts of money laundering that are uh, a massive number of small transactions that are hard to track or put together. And that is because so much of the future of technology will be encrypted or be done through blockchain. Now, blockchain is known as being transparent, but that has to do with the actual transmission of the data from beginning to the end. But as of right now, it is difficult to find out who made the deposit, who made the withdrawal. What got my attention on this, I was reading an article, uh, which I read lots and lots of articles. I can't find this guy's name right now. But they were saying that uh, Libra instantly opens up crypto to billions of users who might not even have heard of Bitcoin. Similar to Bitcoin, Libra will be available to people without bank accounts or credit cards. So from Facebook's point of view, that's the market they're after if you take that at face value. They are wanting to meet and reach those billions of people. There are, what, 7 billion people, 6 point some billion people. Right now, there are more than 5 billion people on the Internet. And they're wanting to reach those. And if they can just make 1% uh, 1%, or one-tenth of 1% on every transaction by providing those people a way to do business, they will make megaton of money. But more important to that, they will have all of their user data. They will have their uh, transaction data. They'll know if they're buying and selling soap or uh, weight loss programs or insurance or whatever and can sell that information out. So that's why it would make sense for somebody like Facebook. Same kind of thing for the Chinese when they get into all of theirs only they are starting with a much younger marketplace. What got my attention with the Chinese and ByteDance and TikTok is that they are having not just location and profile, but they have their facial images because kids love to freeze frame their face and put that on there. And they're going to have their geolocation and how to reach them. 
politically, that could be huge five years down the road. If you're collecting that on 14-year-olds, just imagine where you're going to be politically in five years. On top of it, you know, whoever controls the money is going to win the race is where this is really coming out. Nobody really knows how this is going to impact the U.S. dollar. Uh, At this point, the major difference from Bitcoin is that Libra's value is tied to the U.S. dollar. And it is backed by asset base. But now the People's Republic of China is going to do their same thing and connect it with their uh, cryptocurrency. And they now have an app that's bigger than the Facebook app. So we are entering in an interesting time in our life. I have no answers for you. But what I wanted to do is kind of open up your line of thinking on it. And have you share that with me, and you can do that at Opal at Million Kids. The other reason I want to do this is that I have a burning desire to create this documentary that says, that teaches our kids how all of this works. And I think, you know, one documentary may not be enough, by the way, at the rate this is advancing. I have the initial sum of money I need to start the documentary, and after I complete training my eight-hour course this weekend, which is taking all my time, I intend to sit down and do the script writing for the documentary, and we will begin to go forward. But I do need to raise more money, and I'm going to be needing to raise serious money to make this happen, because it's not enough to make this documentary. I need it to be world-class, whiz-bang, and get it out to every parent, and every child in America. It is absolutely urgent that we do that. This is a race against time on what is going, and our kids are what at stake. Because at the bottom line of this, all of this is happening, is our kids are the guinea pigs that we put on the World Wide Web and now give them global access and mass audience live streaming where absolute strangers all over the world can now text back to our children. It is not going to happen next year or the year after. It is happening today. So we cannot wait one moment longer to make that documentary. If you want to make a donation, go to millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids, K-I-D-S, dot org. Hit that donate button and help us out. If you want to reach me, you can do that at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, not .com, .org, opal at millionkids.org. Well, this has been really heavy stuff, folks. I don't know how many of you are still with me and how many of you are still sober listening to all this, but I really, really appreciate you and appreciate following it. All these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com exploitedcrimes.com go to listen go all the way to the bottom and you'll get this show you can share this show you can download it you can even get a uh, an embed code and put it on your own site if you want it is absolutely free I am able to do that because of the people who donate to me and kids and make all of this possible we see this coming it's going to be there what will all be fine but we need to understand how it's going to change crime and crime solving and start to prepare our children to protect themselves, our parents to understand it, and law enforcement because it will change their world completely. So my name is Opal Singleton. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen. I really appreciate those that have written to me this week. I'm behind in responding, uh, but bear with me. I will get to you. 
And I, uh, I thank you so much for supporting this show financially and supporting it in your time and effort and sharing this show with everyone you know. I hope you have a great week, and we will see you back here at 7 a.m. California time next Thursday morning. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.